Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yay. <laughs> it has begun. Welcome, everybody, to Snark Monkey Snark Group Cast Number One. Whoa. Yay! <laughs> this is quite a responsive bunch. Obviously, they've already hit their sugar high and crashed already. Can we have beer? I think that would help. No, I don't think we're going to have beer. Damn it. Happy Halloween, everybody. Yay! Thanks, Happy All Hallowed Out Ween to you, too. <laughs> Boy, oh, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, the Jewish people have trouble catching up with the Christian holiday sometimes. <laughs> it's true. That's it's a problem. True, yeah. So here we are, our very first, our inaugural, our first group cast at Snark Monkey. And what it's going to be, basically, we'll find out during this hour. <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> because I have no real plan. I made some notes. I scratched them out on this piece of paper. And I gave you each an assignment. And we'll go around and kind of introduce everybody first with that. You, had, you got an assignment? I got an assignment. We all got, got the same got an assignment. assignment. Wow. Yeah. You, you know, Gab, you need to read the emails, yeah. I think. Because yeah, yeah. we also noticed you were headed to the fifth floor when it's what? distinctly said. Me? Fourth floor. Never. Yeah. All right. So we've got we've defined her role. The space cadet is here. So, for, but first off, I think we need to do. Um, You're you lucky know. you got a chick at all. <laughs> That's right. No kidding. Um, between you and Iceman, the only female voices I was able to get. Hey. Wow. Wow. That did not I go see over where this very is well. Going. Yeah. All right. So, uh, first off. I need to indoctrinate each of you into this, so if you could all raise your right hand and repeat after me. Mm -hmm. I state your name. I state your name. Thank you, Rob. All right, you get the star. Uh, Do hereby... Do Do hereby... Pledge to be snarky. Pledge to be snarky. To obey the rules of the monkey kingdom. Oh, dear. Obey the rules of the monkey kingdom. uh, Like I said, we're making this up as we go. Check. And I probably should have written something down because I don't know where to take this. And I probably (laughs) should have written written something something down down because I don't know where to take this. All right. You're all official snark monkeys. Congratulations. Yay. Yay, yay, yay. How much does it pay? (laughs) You need a snark monkey statue, you know, like in Planet of the Apes, that big thing that like, you know, they have. Yes. Like the King Caesar. What's his name? Oh, Dr. Zayas? Dr. Zayas. We need like a giant, like, you know, snark monkey statue in here, like Dr. Zayas. We, uh, you know, the. Well, I've got one of those. I've got one of the wind up monkeys with the symbols on it. That could actually be our. our, Oh, do visuals not work? Is that a totem? (laughs) Yes. Is that what that would be? Yeah, it would be a totem. We bow down to it. Our mascot. We could be a mascot slash totem. All right. We could throw feces. (laughs) Well, we are going to. Uh, in a figurative manner. Oh. Let's go around the room and start with McGahan, McGann, McGann, to Chris. That's me. This All guy. Three of those are me. At the McGann on Twitter. And Chris, what is your background? Where do you come from? What do you do? Oh, God, that's so many questions all at once. Uh, I'm from Iowa. Okay. Uh, I do. Okay, uh, everybody, we got to talk a little slower. God, yeah, you know. <laughs> Just, uh, just be a little bit friendly, y'all. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I, uh, I, I'm an actor, and uh, I do some voiceover stuff, and I do some business analysis, and I'm a giant nerd and handsome, since no one can see me yes. on this podcast. Yes, I'm very handsome. handsome. Yes, very handsome. Uh, and your favorite scary movie all time for uh, this Halloween edition. You know, I, I was thinking about that. I really hate scary movies, I thought, and then I started thinking through all the movies that I'd seen, and I've seen a lot of scary movies for yeah. hating them. No, I hate them, too. I... I Squeal like a little girl at yeah. most of them. I do not rush to the next big oh, horror movie oh. like apparently every other person yeah. it, it goes to every time they come out. Yeah. I, but, uh, so, I, so what did you kind of... I, I mean, you know, I don't know if it really counts, but I feel like probably Gremlins is my favorite scary wow. movie. It's not yeah. like, like a scary, scary movie, but I do and love it. Technically a Christmas movie. And, it's and it's also, technically also a Christmas movie. It's technically a Christmas movie. Which is one of the great holiday movies. It's part of my Christmas tradition. I lay on the floor and drink Irish coffee and watch Gremlins. Every year. So uh, um, not scary at all. Not... <laughs> 
not yeah. really a Halloween movie. All right. Well, then, then my backup, my backup plan was uh, was Leprechaun in Space. Oh, very Because nice. I watched that when I was younger, and it left a pretty indelible right. impression of me. Outstanding. I'm unfamiliar with that. Is that Jennifer Aniston in her? She's in the first one. She's in the first one, but I don't think she's in space. I don't remember who else is in space besides the Leprechaun. But you got to give credit to the Leprechaun series that they went like one, two. In space, <laughs> and now they, like, no they went right no for it. No explanation whatsoever. Yeah, this, just this last year, for it. they just came out with a new origin movie, the Leprechaun origin. Oh, wow. So if you ever wondered where the creepy leprechaun came from, wow. now you can watch still it. Still going, I know. I can't right? believe it's crazy. It. Blew my mind. All right, Gabrielle Thomas, uh, actress, voiceover person, uh, casting person, raconteur, woman of the world, electrician, mommy, yes. mommy to a cute puppy. Indeed, indeed uh, I am. Scariest movie ever. You know, I, favorite I'm, scary. I'm movie. also not a scary movie person at all, and and especially if they have like a scary concept, because then I can't pee alone for weeks. It's <laughs> like it's the worst. I have I that problem for a completely different say. reason. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Right. Yeah. Um, no, so I'm right. just gonna give you yeah, up up top, guys. Up top, man. There we go. There we go. Um, so I'm just gonna give you one of my here, favorite here's to movies. obstructed flow. All right, keep going. Do you have a sponsor here? <laughs> I, I loved her sponsor. on Alice. Obstructed flow. She was great. This space available for sponsorship. Go ahead. Um, so one of my favorite movies of all time is Aliens. Mm. Or or Alien. Oh, no, Damn no, no, it! no, 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 it's okay. No, no, you don't have to cross it out. No. Yeah, so like it. so it's not a it's not a horror movie in the tradi- traditional sense. It's more of an action action movie. Uh, totally I'd say suspense. Fine. Okay. Well, well, so there we go. Yeah. That movie, yeah. Yeah. And way things. better than McGann's answer. Thank you. So. Thank you very much. That's all I needed. <laughs> Luckily the bar was set just set right really there low. for me. I, so. I didn't want anyone to have to like really think about it. Matt Johnson is here. Writer, director, actor, raconteur, man of the world yeah. oh my wow. uh, is everybody dad to a works dad for to a cute puppy yeah yeah that's right and yeah. a kitty and a kitty yeah and Aww. a kitty arthur miller is my beagle nice isn't that great <laughs> so scariest movie favorite scary movie okay i'd go back to my childhood you know one of the early movies that popped my cherry for like the creatures genre oh. so i i would have to go with um american werewolf in london nice oh. the great john landis yeah. movie drops yeah. you off right into the moors of london these young kids talking about banging chicks back in America you have no idea what's going on and then they just get like jacked by a wolf like right away yeah so yeah. I th- maybe spoiler alert gosh I mean like, <laughs> yeah. I go to the it's end it's only been 35 years yeah, yeah. Exactly. you also usually do that before you give away the plot right. point yes, I know I know alright so there, so okay with this suit, here, here no, we go there is one of the future rules of snark monkeys okay. alright okay. so spoiler okay. alert comes well before you give away the plot point okay somebody who's the secretary who's writing this down by the way Incidentally, American Werewolf in London, the first movie I ever saw that uh, had a naked girl in it as well. Whenever I was a kid, boy, there's a shower scene that is, and it was. I remember very distinctively my mother telling me to cover my eyes, and I did not. (gasps) That I'm telling you right now. Again, spoiler alert. That's Mm -hmm. going to be a future topic, I think, on this podcast. The first kind of sexy movie or first R-rated that you felt like you were getting away with something, but we'll do it later. No, I got I got an answer for that ready. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to give you a couple of weeks, okay. McGann, to, to make sure it's the right answer. Okay. Incidentally, uh, John Landis, director of American Wolf in London, he's going to be directing an episode of uh, Sleepy Hollow coming up. And uh, he got the job just by a head. Uh, <laughs> hi-yo. Too soon. Thanks, everybody. This has been Snark Monkey number... Okay. <laughs> Rob the Iceman Eisenberg, comedy writer, performer, voice actor, yes. raconteur, yes. composer. Yes. I have an important Man question. Of the world. Am I the only non-raconteur in this room? Yeah, we don't like know I'm you well enough to know how right. raconteur you, you are. Right, great, 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 you can great. tell a story we'll, after this, we'll and then out. we'll consider great. it. Love yeah, it. yeah. we got to get to know you first. And so far, you're not showing very well. <laughs> oh. Figures. Got some work to do. Uh, Iceman. Yes. Uh, scary movie. You, you, you scratched Alien or Aliens off your list. Well, uh, I, I think, uh, you know, I'm in good company with Miss Thomas. Uh, yes, Alien and Aliens were uh, very, very scary movies to me. But I do have another one. Yeah. Mamma Mia. <laughs> because of Pierce Brosnan's singing. Yes. Oh, but yes. he's very Terrifying. handsome. He's very yes, handsome, all the same. And his face. Says Look at that. that. <laughs> now, do you hear that? The woman in the group immediately defends Pierce Brosnan. Absolutely. And will by I defend the way, his singing? And the men are no, I will right not. Away. And but... the Anglophile in the room, too. Also so true. the British accent. Oh, dear. Oh, Lord. Oh. Now, it's interesting that none of us have picked. I'm going to say The Exorcist, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, Never saw it. 
What? Yeah, no, I haven't either. Never what? saw it. Too scary. Never Wait, whoa, 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 Stop until you see it. Couldn't do it. Gab, wow. yes, we're going to stop the podcast and we're going to come back and hear it. And... Let's just play okay. the audio of the whole movie. Right? All right. <laughs> and so what do you think of The Exorcist? <laughs> yes. Crazy, right? Wow, hey, I tell nuts. you, how about that wow. blower? Oh, huh? How are they going to clean those <laughs> oh walls? God. Head spinning. Now, McGann, does it just look too scary to you? or I, Yeah. I, I just, anybody Catholic look, in the room? Well, yeah. Was, I mean, look, my last name is McGann. Catholic is kind of part of what I have to do. Yeah. I'm, I'm like Mick Catholic. That's <laughs> um, <laughs> what I do. So um, you have drive-through it, blessings? I do, is that yeah. What it that's is? what I do. It's what I do. Communion wafers and Coke. That's, nice. That's how that works. So does that, I mean, does that have an impact on why you don't want oh, to see no, it? No, no, no. Hell no. I'm not like a good Catholic. Oh, I'm a okay. terrible Catholic. All right, all right. Um, but, but he knows uh, all the rules. But I know all the rules so that yeah. I can break them by choice. That had an influence on why I did see it as a kid, because my oh. mom, super religious, you know, was like, oh, this is about the devil. We shouldn't watch it. And of course, all me and my brothers and sisters are like, oh, well, hell yeah, we should watch it <laughs> right now then, right? I mean, I just, I still to this day, as dated as some of it may be, I find that the, the tension that builds throughout that movie is unbearable. And I find it still really frightening. Yeah. And now, I, I, I'm older than everybody else in the room except for Rob. And I do remember the stories. I mean, you would never think of it now because we're all so desensitized to it. But the stories at the time were people were in the theater were fainting they were throwing up it was i mean it was really pushing the envelope of what you could do there and if and even now i think you watch it and when she takes you know spoiler alert when she takes the cross and does something oh, yeah. yes. rather obscene with it yes. that's that's shocking as hell and disturbing in a way that to me way more effective than the guy behind the refrigerator when they close the door after getting you know the apple out of there and there's ah, there's a guy there yeah. There's apples in it? Oh, my God! <laughs> I mean, that's the thing about The Exorcist, though, at this point. Like, it's become so... such a cultural, like, keystone, right? That you don't even really need to see the movie to know everything that happens in it. I could tell you a lot of the, like, key jump points. Like, like give the us things the brief. That, like, uh... Uh, Linda Linda Blair gets uh, possessed. She uh, there's there's some a priest that shows up to exercise her. So Hence far, the name, so good. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. A they lot do of, Pilates. What are yeah, you talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exercise, yeah. exercise. Mm. <laughs> she was going to jazzercise her, but his CD, his, excuse me, his record was broken. <laughs> I <laughs> seem to remember that was important. Um, we need and, a drum uh, set in here, by the way, for uh, rim shots. <laughs> yeah, well, we have one actually. It's just I haven't heard anything funny yet. Oh. oh. Uh, but the but the vile uh, cross use was one that I I was familiar with as right. a scene as a bit the the spray of puke has been like used over and over and over right. again the head right. spin like uh, her coming backwards down the stairs is that that's actually one? new isn't that the, that's the new, new one, one? re release the they yeah. shot it but they never put it in the right. original cut so yeah. I mean so much of that is just. It's a cultural keystone in terms of it being parodied or just referenced everywhere in the world. But my defense of the movie is that, and not that anybody's attacking it, I I haven't heard anybody say, I mean, Matt, you find it affecting, right? I mean, Definitely, still, to this day. I mean, it's not one of those jump-out scare movies like there's scary moments like in The Conjuring when things fly Mm -hmm. at you. It just takes its time, and it's just like eerie overall. See, that's my point, is that this was one of that, this is kind of that period of that 70s kind of silver period of film where... Filmmakers, I mean, I've shown stuff to my son, Alex, who I warn him up front. This takes a long time to get going. That's the point. It's almost, and almost every movie made in the 70s is like that. Yeah. There is actual character development within the first. What? I know. How it's unheard you? of. There How is, because the, the, the structure now is big event in opening scene. There has to be a big moment mm-hmm. at the very beginning. And most of them, if you watch Serpico or, I mean, on and on and on. It's these things that you just kind of get to know the characters. A, an action film like The French Connection, it's just getting to know the cops yeah. in the first like 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. The real action doesn't start until that, that car chase, yeah. probably. It's just a, a very different feel. So to me, The Exorcist holds up because of that. And if you were to watch it, I think um, you would come back uh, crying. Yeah, yes. you're right. No, Definitely and, crying. and it's it's a good movie to watch just for filmmaking, too. I mean, William Friedkin, one of the great like maverick directors in the 70s, like, you know. It, it, it's 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 just a great cinematic movie as well to watch. The great iconic shot of him going into the house that's the movie poster that I can just visualize right now. You know, the, the gray coming down the stairs. I mean, there's some great just iconic cinema moments in that yeah, movie as imagery. well. Yeah, imagery. Not just scary stuff, but totally. just some really beautiful imagery things. And who cannot forget the legendary sketch they did on Saturday Night Live with Richard Pryor. <laughs> with Richard Pryor. <laughs> yes. Who everybody knows. Yeah. 
you know, your mother sews socks in hell. I mean, everybody remembers yeah. that. Well, yeah. I saw that sketch before I saw the movie because the movie was R-rated. I was too young to see it, and I and that and the Mad Magazine parody were the only things. It was kind of like <laughs> with you, McGann. I remember right? that too. I, I knew the movie. I thought yeah. before I saw yeah. it because it was immediately a pop culture thing. Right. Everybody was doing those jokes. And so I felt like it, but I never understood what your mother so socks in hell was. Actually, until, it was your mother so socks that smell, that smell, I think is what it was. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that was the parody of it. I, I, inter- I noticed that if, since this is the Halloween episode, nobody has mentioned John Carpenter's Halloween. Does anybody have an affection for that? Is it uh, uh, the bell bottoms on Jamie Lee Curtis are scary enough? <laughs> it was actually on yesterday. I, I watched a little bit of it yesterday, but I didn't see the scary parts. It's it's, it's still good, right? I still think it's yeah. a it's a, it's a great it's a great horror film for what it was, and I think it, it set the it set the mood for all slasher genres to come. Totally. Um, and the opening of that movie is still great with just that amazing score with that you know that pumpkin just kind of glowing there yeah. on the screen it's still just a great like every time i see the beginning of that movie it, it always it always draws me in there is a shot too where um it, michael myers is seen just in the distance when i i guess it's like jamie lee curtis walking down the sidewalk outside that's the it, scene i saw yesterday yes. he's behind the bushes and that still i mean i just talked about it and just gave i gave myself yeah. chills yeah. <laughs> that moment still gets to me yeah i don't know if i love the movie I actually think some of those movies maybe suffer from the fact that every other movie after it follows Absolutely. that formula. Totally. Totally. Yeah. So when it, you go establish the format, yeah. it really so did. when you go back yeah. and see it, you're like, oh, I've seen this now a hundred times because right. every movie since then is done. Well, that's Halloween. what I'm joking about. The how many movies have done? I mean, and even just not even horror films, but you know, thrillers or action film where the serial killer is behind the door of right. the refrigerator. I mean, that's mm. I said that as a joke, but how many... We need to find like a cut, a super cut of that. I'm trying to think that maybe the one joke they missed in Cabin in the Woods. Did anybody see Cabin? Oh, God, yes. 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 Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> Have you seen Cabin, Rob? Iceman? That's, that's not the one you and I saw at that film festival. No. 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 Cabin in the I, Woods I turns so. the whole genre on its... Yeah, I mean, Joss it's, Whedon it's basically... Like inside yes. out. Took, yeah. Yeah. That's just like, whoa. Uh, every, uh, took the formats of... Every, every trope. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> of every horror film and put them into one. So let's talk about stuff that we love now. And let's go around the room and kind of identify that. And I, I wrote down a couple of things. And I'll I'll go ahead and start. Um, no, I won't. Because I'm not really sure what I'm going to talk about yet. <laughs> oh, before we actually move on, um, yay or nay on scary movies. The Shining? Definitely. Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 Okay. Couldn't, um, couldn't watch that until I was a little bit older. Yeah. Still yeah. probably haven't seen it in full. The, uh, the book is the book is different from the movie. Yeah, very much. And so. there's a lot of scary stuff in the book that didn't make it in the movie because mm-hmm. Stanley Cooper completely changed it. Yeah. So and Stephen King still to this day hates yeah. that movie. Really? Yeah. Just, yeah. Hates it. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. He, hates, he hates a lot of the things that got that got turned into. Well, screen. he should. Yeah, I mean, he really should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to argue that at all. There are some really bad Stephen King adaptations. Uh, Pet yeah. Cemetery. Anybody? Oh, yeah. oh, I like that. Oh, Did I you like that. it? Fred like Gwynn, Sure. Oh, I might watch God. that tonight. The ground went shower. A lot of people. I have read Zelda. She's got like you know, the back. Yes. <laughs> Outdoor voice, outdoor voice. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I keep I keep getting quieter. I was just laughing. That's all I was doing. I, know, I was just laughing. I know, but it was like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah. By the way, like, scary book. It's like a pet clap. Uh, like... Stephen King's sequel to The Shining called Dr. Sleep. Right. Very, yeah. very scary book. Well, yeah, I heard that was really good. Do that brings me to another one, and I don't think I've that. ever seen this one. A lot of people have mentioned this to me <clears throat> since I've been asking this like on social media and stuff. Stephen King's It. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the 1990 yeah. film. <laughs> well, it was a TV, it was a miniseries. It was a miniseries. Right. The book was 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 terrifying the miniseries had its moments yeah a lot of elements of the new american horror story take you know oh, the clown pennywise the clown i have curry i have read they were remaking that too so they're bringing them back i saw it or parts of it the the television series and i was young enough that it scared the bejesus out of me mm-hmm. <laughs> no more bejesus i actually have a stupid story about this this is pretty great uh embarrassingly great i uh rented it on dvd or on uh, vhs right so there were two tapes in the box and I put in the second tape first oh, on accident, yes. and yes. I was so confused by what was happening <laughs> that I had no idea. Like, I couldn't be scared because I was too busy trying to figure out where the hell I was in the story and why it didn't make any sense. Did uh, you watch it all the way through before uh, you realized? I watched the whole first tape through, and I was like, that seems like the ending. And then I put it in, and like, because like the credits rolled, and I was like, oh, man. Oh. 
Did you be kind? I was not the smartest kid. Of course I did. Of course. I was, I'm a gentleman and a Midwestern. I told we somebody recently about that that like didn't know what VHSs was, and I was like, they used to fine you for like not oh, yeah. rewinding. They're like, yeah, it was like crap, fifty cents or <laughs> yeah. something. Charge. Communist country do we live in? They fine <laughs> you for not rewinding of VHS. Like, how did they even enforce that? Oh, how did blockbuster. Not all of us just revolt and just go. No, we're not going to pay it. <laughs> By the way, with all blockbusters pretty much shut down. I mean, does, has anyone seen I've one never. still open at yeah. all? I think they're all. There's still one open in Honolulu. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, true story. True story. Wow. I, I lived there for three years. I guess wow. that's an important. Like, and they only have Don Ho movies. Yeah, right. Yes. That's, that's really all they have. Or Elvis, or Elvis, Elvis or Blue Elvis Hawaii. Yeah. Yes. But but aren't isn't Blockbuster kind of the the perfect combination of uh, pure joy matched with sheer hell? Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. and and bear with me here. Uh, getting to go in. This is what I might miss about bookstores too. If I'm going to be the cranky old man and you know, how things used to be better, but to to browse and kind of read the back and just kind of be there in in the environment and kind of find a little gem or or go and find that old movie you didn't think anybody would have, and then to get in the line mm, and, oh, yeah. the, and mm. the terrible mm. people that are in there and the stacks of crappy movies that they're renting that you want to tell them do not go home and watch that piece of crap oh, yeah. and yeah. Uh, and the bad service and the oh god. But do you think that somewhere down the line, very much like how like vinyl shops and like even like retro bookstores that started becoming a thing again, you think in the future we're going to see these like retro like places you go get a movie? There was a big thing that was just on uh, Facebook or something the other day about people who were starting to collect VHS tapes as like right. a huge oh, thing. Sure. Like this prices are starting to re-skyrocket, so I can't imagine that there wouldn't be. Yeah. Like, but it, but like is there going to be a VHS defender like there is with vinyl now where it's like, oh, it's a warmer sound. It's like VHS tapes. Are They're crap. The They're, They're the worst. They're the worst. They're the worst. That's the reason, same reason that audio. Cassettes. No, it's all right. Say okay, anything good. you want. Oh, really? We can good. swear. Oh, absolutely. Oh, God, I've been watching oh, my geez, language. Let's start By over. the way, yeah, right. here's <laughs> Han Sarnet. Here's to, here's to Gab for being the first one to use a bad <laughs> yeah, word. There you go. Hey, what a surprise! She swears like a sailor. You're such a dainty flower. Uh-huh. Uh, all right, so, McGann. Uh, I remember what I said. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah, audio cassettes. Shit, too, right? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. There's, there's right. never going to yeah. be that revival like there is vinyl. No, VHS yeah. is the 8-track of, of video, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Well, you no, just, isn't, you don't beta, want... isn't beta the 8-track? Oh, beta. Beta. Mm. beta was better quality no, than VHS. No, the difference is beta. Nobody used beta. Yeah. A lot of people better had 8-tracks. Right. That's true. Everyone under 20 just turned us off by the <laughs> Yes! No, 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 no. This is all... What? What are these old people I am but a few years... Over that. Thank God Google's around so they can look these things up, right? Yes, exactly. All right. Set. Final, <laughs> final scary movie that I remember from the, the, the original here, uh, Amityville Horror. Oh, the God. Yeah. Oh. Didn't see the original. What? McGann, what? I, I, watched, I watched Amityville Horror. <laughs> I watched it. Like, you I made physically it got ill. And it's just like the, the old one. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah, fuck There's the new one. one. That's just because he right. was thinking about Roland and Streisand. Ryan Reynolds shirtless in that? Isn't that's that all, Josh, that's all I got. <laughs> Josh Brolin's in that, yeah, right? It's Brolin. Jim Brolin. Is it's the, the Daddy Brolin. What's his name? Jim. Is Jim. Is oh, Jim yeah. Brolin. Yeah. Yeah. That's, what I said. that's right, Josh Brolin. Brolin. What am I talking about? Yeah. Daddy uh, Streisand. So what's the deal, McGann? What oh, happened? Dude, it brutalized. Like, I was terrified for weeks, and we lived in this, like, crusty old farmhouse, and so, like, every noise that the old farmhouse made convinced me that, <laughs> that I was going to die any second. Uh, I think that's maybe where my my like disdain or like like disinterest in in horror movies comes from. Like I was so scared, I was like, no, I don't want to do that to myself ever yeah. again, yeah. ever. Yeah. And then every few years, somebody tricks me into seeing a new one. But like like that was really it for me. Right. Amityville Horror. Oh. And they remake yeah, them. Great... They remake all the old horror yeah. movies. In fact, I don't know if you know this or not, but I was reading the other day. There's a couple of remakes coming out of classic films. But they're going to be turned into horror movies. Oh, Rob what? has brought us some some information here. Let's uh, thank you for doing the what? research, Rob. Yes, I got this out of Entertainment Weekly. Yes, W E A K L Y. And uh, for instance, I don't know if you heard of this one, but a serial killer in Civil War era Atlanta hacks off the arms and legs of his victims and leaves them fetal D dead. Frankly, my dear, you won't give a damn about Gone with the Limb. Yes. I don't but know it's... if you hear that one or not. <laughs> and, and then I heard this one. Is, is there more? Out. I there heard a... this one. Oh, they're coming remaking out. Oh, other ones. Very soon. Ha. This one's coming out very, very soon. A deranged, jealous ranch hand uses his meaty, calloused fingers to squeeze the life out of the farm girl who spurned him while they sing uplifting songs about corn that's as high as an elephant's eye mm -hmm. in the murderous musical Choke Lahoma. <laughs> yes. Wow. Are there others? Yeah. We'll, we'll save them, though. You know, Speaking of remakes, oh, 
What, by the way, what's the uh, podcast audio equivalent of the hook? What is that? I don't Do know. We, like, just should turn the mic off? Explosion sound. You need, you need that but, clapping monkey. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> yeah. You can use it for so many things. But by the way. Sorry, folks. Sorry, audience. Rob has died. <laughs> but brief defense of Rob. At least he actually prepped something for the show. That's true. <laughs> now I wait to hear the song I'm doing to, later. Uh, go on a little bit of a rant. But Please. No, I, no, I'm not going to. No, no, no. no. Let's hear your rant. No, you we want to. No, actually, I want to. Actually, I want, first, I want to hear what are people loving right now. Rob, let's actually start with you. What are you watching? What are you seeing? What movie? What TV show? What book? Anything that you're really passionate about right now that you're loving? Are you and the wife? Uh, we're actually digging the Flash. Yeah. We think it's a great show. Really? Yeah. Is it good? Like The Flash. Really? It's a lot of fun. I was very skeptical of that, and I keep hearing good yeah. things about it's it. It's a lot well, of fun. I will check yeah. it out. Yeah. Oh, wow. Based on it's, that. Uh, yeah, The Flash, is. it's actually quite good. It's, it's got humor, and the special effects are really very, Are very you talking about good. the CW one or the one on Cinemax? Like, you know, <laughs> oh, that's The Flasher starring Stephen oh. Collins. That's a whole other thing. Right. Okay, got but, it. But, uh, no, the CW, <laughs> The Flash is great. <laughs> Yes, that's a programming mix-up I'd like to see. The Cinematic wow. one ended up on the CW have, for yes. a week. Totally yeah. made up for your bad remake bit for that. No longer prepare material, Rob. Come it's in, exactly. just let it fly. Reanimated, Rob. All right. So what, um, uh, Matt? What are you passionate about? I'm right reading now? 112263 right now. That's a Stephen King book. Oh, uh, oh the time, JFK. Yeah, the time travel JFK book. Amazing. Ooh. It looks daunting whenever you see that 800-page sucker sitting there, but it's great. You fly right through it. I really love that right now. Hey, Stephen. King, I, I, mixed thing with me, but The Stand like remains to this day mm-hmm. one of my favorite books ever. Yeah. Yep. And there's other stuff I've read of his that's like, he dashed this off in five minutes. It's terrible. But really? but I read that too, and it is excellent. Yeah. It's really it, good. Yeah, it's fantastic. Are they making that into a movie? Have I heard, heard? They, that, that somebody was, but I, I don't know All right. what the details are. Alright, we gotta look that up. Gab, what do you it's love really right well. now? Um, I saw Birdman recently, which oh. I thought was awesome. I, I don't know. I, su- I suspect everyone in Hollywood is going to say they love it or or love it, actually. Um, you're basically not allowed to say that you didn't love it here. I don't know if the rest of America is going to uh, embrace it in quite the same way. It's yeah. a little... It's It's got some art going on. It's a little artsy. Yeah. But um, Michael Keaton is phenomenal. I mean, really good. Re- like... Like, he, oh, he, I didn't know this guy was a brilliant freaking actor. But he's the guy that when he does something like that, I mean, that's happened probably three different times in his career yeah. where he's done something dramatic. There was one where he was an alcoholic. Do you guys remember that? Oh, yeah, it, it was, was like Stan, Stan. It was the oh. first movie after he had done a string yeah. of really shitty comedies. And he played a recovering alcoholic, and he, and the same thing. Mm. He is very good at what he does. Yeah. Well, wow. and, and it's the perfect. I mean, it's fantastic casting. It's a, you know, it's a guy who's famous for being a superhero, right. and like, right. and all this, and, and wonderful score, amazing cinematography, amazing cast, um, and ju- and you know, just that little bit of magic and wonder and question mark and and what? Yeah. <laughs> I know we can see that in L.A. Will that get a wide release? I don't even know. Yeah, like, I'm it's sure getting enough attention that. Probably will. I, I, I mean, I, I think it is just both coasts right now. Yeah. But, but boy, it's getting such good reviews. They definitely are thinking that's going to be a, an award contender. Yeah, for sure. Um, I forgot what I was going to say about that. Oh, by the way, it's so nice to finally start to see movies that I mean is this the first movie season in a long time? And even the box office reflects it because it's been crappy this year. But they keep. Sp- squishing every quality film to this award season area Mm. to the point where we're going to have it's going to be feast or famine I mean this was one of the worst summers in my recent memory and Guardians of the Galaxy like the only mm. bright spot in loved all of it. that. Yeah. Loved, yeah, loved it. it. And it was and, and you know why we loved it? Because I look at it now and I, I don't think it's a great film. I don't think it's the best Marvel film, but everything else around it has been so loud. It was like, oh, this is fun and this is inventive and this isn't the same formula. I mean, everybody was so refreshed by that yeah. movie. Yeah. Um I ma- will say this, I'm sorry, just very quickly. No, sure. I, sure. I, I no. will say this though. I really did enjoy Captain America. The Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. I, I did didn't too. see the first one. I, I was very hesitant about seeing the second one, but and this has nothing to do with Halloween. But they did really, I think, make a very, very current topical storyline with the NSA sort of secret organization, and mm-hmm. and they somehow were ma- managed to put in fictional superheroes in this very, very realistic topical story. And quite frankly, Bob Redford. Right. In a superhero movie. Yeah. yeah. And spoiler alert, Rocked. not the best 
guy and character. Yeah, I know, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, as long as we're on that, again, remind oh. me, we're going to talk to you about your passion, but as long as we're on superhero stuff, because that was another question I had written Luckily, down. which that's his super... That, that was what? actually going to be my passion piece, is like the, the Marvel schedule that just came out, so it I was, well, this segues is, nicely. Yeah, well, DC and Marvel both just <laughs> put out their... Their slate that goes until 2019. I know, I know. it's yeah. crazy. It's so, crazy. But my question, McGann, is it's crazy. are we? I mean, I feel like, like especially with the X Men franchise, like if I, I don't need another Wolverine movie nope. ever. Are we reaching superhero fatigue? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, yeah? like that's the thing. As I think anybody who's, I imagine a lot of people who read comic books, I think it's probably the better, safer way to say that. As soon as there started to be that success, was like, oh shit, we're just going to drive this train into the ground because that's what we do with everything. Every right. horror movie, every trope that uh, that gets success, right? We reuse it. Same thing's happening with superheroes. Like, I just, I mean, we'll see if we make it all the way to the end of the 2018, 2019 <laughs> run because I, I got to imagine by like the start of phase three, everybody's going to be like, oh. Fuck, and man, it depends on Ebola, so who right. knows? Yeah, right. I mean, there's that, too. Yeah. Right. Well, but I was already starting to feel this way until Guardians of the Galaxy, totally. and I thought that that was going to be a tipping point because that is not a franchise movie, I thought. That is, that is at best, a C-level oh, yeah, you totally. know, a, a book within the Marvel Universe, and they nailed it. Yeah. I mean, they did. Now, having said that, even... Uh, you guys have have you guys seen the sneak of the Avengers: Age of Ultron trailer? Yes. yes have you seen yes. the one that they ran during uh, Shields? Uh, yeah. uh, uh, Shield, Agents of Shield. Yeah, mm-hmm. the long one. Um, there is because I'm going to play the beginning of this, and I kind of love it, and I kind of love the trailer, and I kind of am geeking out about this movie, yeah. and I think Joss I Whedon. Yeah. <laughs> so here, but the beginning of but the trailer is hilarious. Hold on. Whosoever be he worthy shall have the power. Whatever, man. It's a trick. No, it is much more than that, my friend. Now this is a scene where listen to that. Yes, of course. I will be fair but firmly cruel. It's like a beer commercial. <laughs> it's all of the Avengers sitting around at Tony Stark's place. They're literally drinking beer. It's like the old Lowenbrow. Here's to good friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Superheroes are kind of special. And they have this little contest going on where they're all trying to pick up Thor's hammer. Yeah. It's kind of hilarious. It's awesome. Oh, and by the way, there is a little moment in here. I'm looking at it right now where Captain America, Steve Rogers, he actually, he actually mm-hmm. moves the hammer a little mm-hmm. bit, and you see Thor go, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and, then he, and then it goes away. Yeah. It's a great moment. Oh, yeah. but, but here's but, my issue with that. Yeah, that, that, that will probably come up in our rant section. <laughs> okay, good. All right, well, we can seg into that eventually. <laughs> no. All right, you want us to hold on to that? I'll save it. I'll save I, it. I will say, about, the rest the of the trailer, though, is very dark, and I know it's going to you know, evolve into like massive action scenes, which can also be a little you know, exhausting. But I gotta say, I'm real excited about this. Well, anything I, with Jimmy Spader in it, I like. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, are you watching Blacklist? Uh, no, no, right. no, no. All right, no. it's good times. So, so again, anything but that. Yeah, any, so, everything but Blacklist. Yeah, everything so, but the thing. He's every single thing he does. Hugely famous. <laughs> Boston and stars. That, that huge, thing he's huge star. fan of Spader. <laughs> yeah, yeah, big fan of Spader. <laughs> uh, so finish your finish your passion. Um, I actually I want to ask one thing about the Age of Ultron. Do you guys ever watch um, How It Should Have Ended on YouTube? They oh anim- yeah, yeah, yeah. Where okay. they remake the trailers? Yeah, they yeah. animate. Well, no, not or, uh, not the not the honest trailers. How oh. it should have ended? They like animate a bunch oh. of like like different alternate endings and like clips to take right. out some of the oh. stupid things that people do. There was one with the Age of Ultron where instead of the uh, Pinocchio song or the Pinocchio line, "I have no strings on me," right? They had uh, that's featured Ultron, in the trailer, right? Yeah, uh, they had Ultron uh, quote a bunch of other Disney movies, uh, and the last one was, uh, "Do you want to build a snowman?" <laughs> I lost my shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, people. <laughs> To look, we have to look for that. Um, you too. You too. Yeah. Y O U. It's Y O U. Yeah. It's this y- thing it's online. Not, you can watch videos. You know. yeah. Online. Yes. Rob, what's your passion? Oh, we already talked to you. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We started with him. Yeah, we, yeah, started, we started. with him. Oh, okay. Well, you yes. already. Uh, you know, this is. I feel like I'm down. way behind, but the, but this was, you know, network TV. I've lost such a luster for network TV that uh, <clears throat> I, I'm so. You know, and I only got so much time for so much TV. Mm-hmm. And ever since, mm-hmm. like House of uh, House of Cards and Orange Is the New Black, and so many of the things, you know, the Netflix stuff and Breaking Bad, which I was, so, and but so many people had told me that The Good Wife was really pretty good. Yeah, I heard that too. So Charlotte and I are watch are jamming through that, and you know what? Really fucking good. Yeah. And network television 
strong writing, great cast. It definitely has its formula, and and I compare it to, and I and I only compare it to because I watched the first episode of How to Get Away with Murder, or whatever it is, and I'm I was so over that show within the first fifteen minutes. And Shonda Rhimes' writing and and whatever that formula is does nothing for yeah, me. Yeah, I agree. Good <laughs> Wife is is smart. They're well drawn characters. It definitely follows a formula, but I get caught up in it. I like the actors. I'm desperately trying to avoid any spoilers in social media and, and promos because because we're only in season three right now. Oh, well, she's still a good wife at the end of it. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, I thank mean, you for that. Yeah, All right, good. Very, gonna, nice. Uh, yeah, very nice. I mean, Alan, anything with Alan coming in it mm. in, in, on a regular mm. basis, I'm... It's the Brits. Yeah. I love, I love me some Alan coming. So I, I'm, I was, I'm shocked at how much we really are into it, mm. and I love it. Mm. I love it. I like the uh, reality show version of it. Uh, the good sister wife is good as well. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> a lot yeah. of political intrigue right. in There's that several one. Yeah. of them. You had, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you had us and you lost and us, And they Rob. all wear bonnets. <laughs> <laughs> is that a big love re- reference? <laughs> it might be. As timely as ever. It might yes, be. Timely. <laughs> Rob, I love you so much. <laughs> McGann, your rant. Uh, also, Marvel and DC. Um, wow. I'm, I'm, I'm staying focused on comic books today. I really That's am. all right. That's okay. Because um, I'm due at my local comic shop today <laughs> really? uh, yeah you know I'm a couple oh, weeks that, behind on picking up new books uh, a comic shop is a place where you no, like a store doing the comic in. shop that's what do I don't do in do in do at the comic book he has an appointment to go buy his new books you don't have to make an appointment I just I'm like oh it's been a couple of weeks yeah yeah I mean obviously what do you read what am I reading I'm reading Justice League Justice League of America Superman so the old school stuff yeah well I mean is it really all old school since the 352 launch well there's just I mean it's wow wow well it's all it's Marvel and DC are the, are the big two, big two and yeah. then there's all these other Image kind of, and Dark Horse yeah. and DSW which and I'm so it's not so aware of any yeah. of those DSW or, is or, a I'm shoe sorry, store I'm sorry IDW IDW <laughs> uh, you're right DSW is a shoe store well, I also D- have to get new shoes D- so very I'm scary to go with <laughs> DSW has a comic book? That's yeah. wild. You better believe it, right? That store scares me because I never know when Cindy's going to buy something. Yeah. But the DSW books are 20% less than than Marvel and DC. Yeah. Which is great, man. So so you're ranting about the... I'm, I'm, ranting about, yes. I'm actually ranting about DC, I think, more than Marvel today. They have spent the last 30 years condensing all of their multiple universes into one single storyline so that it, they don't have to, like create reasons for you know the justice society to hang out with the justice league or what have you uh and uh <laughs> you know for example or what have what you. have you uh, uh and after however many years of condensing them down to one single thing dc is uh recreating the multiverse for themselves so they're undoing all of the work that they've done in the last 20 years and relaunching their damn universe again the new 52 just happened 3 years ago like it's a uh, it's an annoying piece of comic bookery in my mind. Uh, <laughs> what what is what it is just it? A money grab? Is it just a it money totally grab? is a thousand percent a money right. grab? What yeah. is what would you consider to be? Because Marvel and DC both have to go through this uh, yeah. over a certain period of time yeah. where they literally hit you know refresh. And uh, so, what would be a good time period to do that? I mean, it's just is it like generational? You think is it uh, oh, ten years? Is I mean, three years is definitely not enough time. Right, that's that's for sure. Uh, I mean, I well, guess, you know, the kids with well, their attention spans yeah, right. these days. Yeah, yeah. So is this the the opposite Everything argument of everything else that we're saying? Because we were talking about all of our get up on the mic there. Sorry, um, yeah, get the, up there. Uh, we've been just arguing about how everything's a remake, everything's a whatever, and nobody has any new ideas. And then you're saying uh, that the, the in the superhero world, yep, you got to do that every every five or so, ten. I don't know. Every Every decade. Well, they only have to because they kind of paint themselves in a corner at some point, and then then they have to decide to kill off characters in order to sell the book again. Right. And then they have to bring them back and revive them somehow. And not even, like, sometimes they don't even explain it. They're just like, oh, they're back now. We have a new writer on the book, and that guy, you know, he's just not dead anymore. No, I'm saying (laughs) that. I'm saying that 10 to 15 years kind of seems reasonable as opposed to the to, new Spider-Man. As opposed yeah. to my rant, which is uh, Grace Point, which is a remake of a British television show called Broadchurch, oh. starring the same fucking oh, yeah. actor, David Tennant, yes. only with an American accent. And yeah. it aired on PBS. It aired in the United States. What? 
nobody watched it. You just yeah. said it's on PBS. Yeah. Sure. Um, Did anybody in the has, room has besides Gab and I? Has anybody heard of Downton Abbey or uh, the much uh, unnoticed uh, Sherlock starring this little, All right. little Wait, British no. actor, okay. oh, Benedict who, Cumberbatch? She brought it back. So he's, nobody's he's rumored to, to be Doctor Strange. Strange. Yes. Yep. All yeah. right. Uh, so there is. So there's the Kubrick movie where the guy rides the bomb coming out of the plane. Doctor Strange Love. Doctor Strange Love. That's called Doctor Strange Love. Sorry. That one still holds up. Conveniently, also the uh, porn version of Doctor Strange Love is called Doctor Strange Love. Uh, so, <laughs> just two words, not one. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, Gab, did you watch Grace Point? No. So you're ranting about no. something you haven't seen. You know what? I actually did start watching it's like it. Fox News. No. Oh, I just got Fox News. You and you're back. News. And he's, he's back. back. He's back. <laughs> just throw these away. That's that second zombie revival of Rob today. Um, Rob no. Zombie? Rob Zombie! Hey. Uh, Happy Halloween, everybody. Good night. I started to and found it inferior and went, why am I watching the same same exact story that I saw no, no time ago that, done that, not as well? I that was is, curious, did his performance change at all? Because I saw the first episode of Grace Point, but I wanted to go back and see the original and go, is he just doing the exact same performance just with a different accent? Oh God, I hope no, so. No, it's 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 very different because the whole tone it's different. Yeah. It's just a different. But it's not. That's not vast. I know it's in the same language and all that, but it's not vastly different than them taking you know the, every the, show the, that we've done in the last well, five the, years. Well, all the all the Scandinavian remakes and all sure. that stuff. I mean, it's it's it's. Um, I just have a quick question. What shows are Scandinavian remakes? Well, the Borgen killing, thing, right? the bridge. Uh, See, this what happens. One, right? I don't. I don't do enough yeah. TV research. Clearly. The, right. Well, all, anything dark with a serial killer in a cloudy place, mm. and then they just, <laughs> and then they just put it in Seattle or Vancouver, right. and basically do right. the same Is thing. Is that Twin yeah. Peaks? Which is coming back. Which is coming back. That's coming back. I just threw a. Yeah. I just I threw so. a comeback slash whatever. Hey, slash I tell you about that Dolly Parton. A callback comeback. Call All right, back, Matt. Back, Matt, your rant. Your rant. My rant. I'm tired of movie trailers giving away too much crap. Yes. Why does, why, why does there have to be a teaser trailer and then a real trailer and then like a third trailer and then by the time you get to the movie, I've seen all the best stuff. I thought the Interstellar trailer looked really cool. The oh, teaser. It super did. Then by the time I saw it. You know, a week ago in the theater, the long version of it, I see things that lead all the way to Act Three. I know it. I can tell you by get, watching no it. Spoiler alert! Because I, I haven't seen a trailer. Yeah, but, but, but I it, feel the same way about Birdman. I feel like yeah. I see yeah. the whole movie played out in that trailer. <laughs> I, like there's a, I, I'm, I don't. Well, tell me if I'm right, but there's a <laughs> there's a point at the end of the trailer where Emma Stone is is like following something in the sky go up into the sky and that looks like one of the final scenes to me and it's like his you know his rebirth or his revelation or whatever i'm gonna say absolutely nothing because i saw birdman literally i had not a somebody said to me have you seen birdman i said no they said oh you should that is the yeah. only information that I had, mm. and it was the best way to see a movie. Mm. I haven't seen a movie like that in ages mm. for that very reason. Right. But yeah. so I won't watch. You... I won't watch trailers online. But then when you go see a movie in the theater, like, right. like yeah. you, you see them there. You yeah. Know? yeah. Like, for example, that that thing about Avengers. What if that's the best freaking comedy yeah. little moment we could have had in the second one? Totally. That gem when you're sitting in the theater and go, ah, oh, this is great. Yeah. Mm. And well, you don't get great. it. Great. We've but, already laughed about that a year. But earlier. hasn't that been the nature of trailers forever? Yeah, but I'm still pissed off about it. I know. I feel like they've got worse though like trailers it's, like if you go back and watch old trailers it's like a voice over where a guy's like in a world, in a world. man yeah right the in yes. a world trailer like which was great like it's kind of cheesy to go back and watch them now but you have like a, an idea of what the story is yeah, going to exactly. be but it's not like every beat is given away um you would think in a day where you know a a you know 140 character tweet that can get re you know retweeted mm -hmm. a million times you would think that something that's a little bit more hinted at something that's kind of kept in the shadows something that's just a, a, you know, can they find a way to entice you without giving away too much? And they do. They do these teaser trailers now, mm -hmm. and that's fine. Yeah. But then they come out with like trailer three, trailer yeah. four, yeah. trailer How five. How many trailers do you need for a movie? Yeah, exactly. Right? You know, you should just be one trailer. Now Again. it's like a teaser. Then a trailer one, one, one word, then trailer executive. two. It's not. I'll guarantee you, it's not the creators. Oh, yeah, totally. I'll tell you. No, I'll tell you why. Like, yeah, give away yeah. their best jokes and the whole storyline in the teaser. Go I for have it. a little insight into that because, uh, as you guys know, my buddy Pete Siegel put me in a tiny little piece of grudge match. But I got a little insight into the difficulty they. They were having and trying to market that film because it's two old guys, Robert De Niro and Sylvester Stallone. Which it's, can I just tell you real quick? For yeah. the longest time, I thought that was actually like a Rocky versus Raging Bull movie. Yeah. Mm. 
for the well, longest time. And that's because they wanted right. some people to know that. But right. it's also a Kevin <laughs> Hart movie. People. And it's also, you know, it's, it's and it's a sports film. But it's not because they didn't want to emphasize that. So they, they literally had to go in because the company made them and make like four different trailers and one that would run literally i think like on bet with oh and it just featured nothing but <laughs> kevin, hart, kevin hart or in the or in <laughs> snl and it only featured kevin hart and his funniest lines of course um and not me sons of bitches <laughs> <laughs> there was a trailer the old guy trailer was the one that they, and the, and they and part of that was they honestly didn't know how to market it and they but they had faith in the movie. They just didn't know, well, who are we sending it? So let's send it out to everybody. And I think that's yeah. what they do. They cut. If you look at the difference between these trailers, they're not necessarily that subtle. One's action, one's comedy. They're trying to kind of you know, do they, anything they can to they get different audiences. They actually made a good parody movie, a parody trailer of Raging Bull versus Rocky. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> they totally. just like full-on acknowledged it. It could have been hilarious. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I don't get that Interstellar trailer, the one where uh, Matthew don't McConaughey me, is... Uh, no, he's driving that Lincoln spaceship, and he's going, you no, know, you no, can't go a, back no, that's a commercial. That's a TV. That's a commercial actually for Lincoln. Although, that was the first trailer for Interstellar, though, too, was just him in the car like driving away for forever right. right so yes. when i first saw the lincoln commercial i really was like oh is this the trailer this new, now he's driving again now, yeah he's still driving uh, he's, wow yeah. man yeah. this is going to be a long yeah. movie if we have to get interstellar in that lincoln the whole time yeah. i can already tell you a new drinking game go see interstellar drink every time someone cries i guarantee you you're going to be drunk in the first hour everybody in that trailer is like oh just tearing up every I, single person i've That's seen Hathaway does i've seen a lot of that i've seen a lot of that footage i have no idea what it's about. I mean, I know that the Earth Space is in trouble, travel. and they're looking. And you haven't seen the long trailer that's out now. Yeah. Do I want to? No. Should I not? You no. Just said no. no. All right. All right. Did you stop guys... yelling at me? Things you guys... are on fire. It's dusty. I, you know, Anne Hathaway. Is I in got the water. a. McGann has a question. I have a bad feeling S- about it. Did you guys watch SNL last week? Did you sure. see the Jim yes. Carrey? Yes. Like, yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yes. Brilliant. Loved it, man. Loved it. It's Love everywhere. It. it was brilliant. It really. The thing with his fingers. Oh, the, because I was, I was always that wondering. A, is that a booger? Hell, yeah. What the hell is Matthew McConaughey doing, doing with his fingers? fingers. It yeah. must be a booger. And then they used it on yeah. SNL because I'm not on SNL. <laughs> <laughs> it's a goddamn travesty. It is it a goddamn be. travesty. I I am so happy Matthew McConaughey won that award. He deserved it. I am so over Matthew McConaughey <laughs> right now. <laughs> I mean, really over him. Yeah. I was over him by the third. Like acceptance speech at some award show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and who did the joke? Oh, it was Kimmel. Kimmel had the perfect joke. Yeah. Uh, 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 so you know, you've received enough awards. How many more of those accept- goddamn acceptance speeches can we sit through? And I'm like, preach. That's absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. It was almost as annoying route. as when Jamie Foxx won the Oscar for Ray, because every os- every award acceptance was, hey, ho, oh, yeah. hey. Yeah. I mean, every single one. I mean, he, he won Mix something. Up, people. He, he peeled something off his McDonald's cup and won something there. Okay, everybody, here we go. Hey, but, oh. But here's the next question. How do you handle that? If you're if you're an actor or if you're doing, you're accepting things for the audience, do you just see, pre- hi, thank you, see, see previous, yes. previous speech? Yeah. <laughs> no, man, you just get up there and you say, hey, thanks. Yeah, just appreciate it. Yeah, right. Thanks. To, uh, you guys are the best. Yes, you get an Indian. Thank you, Matt. You get an Indian. Send out the Indian woman. Yes. <laughs> Biggest baller ever. Send out like an Indian woman to accept his Oscar. Everybody's like, what the crap's this? Rob, what's your rant? Huh? I'm sorry. My what? Google what's your rant? Kids. What's your rant? I'll tell you what my rant is. You want to know what my rant is? Oh, boy. Yes, please. My, this is back to Halloween now. My rant is people who dress their Heads up in stifling, Uh-oh. smothering Halloween costumes. Yes. Okay, and you know who you are. Yes. I you know Someone who you might are. I only put him in a Chewbacca harness. Oh, they like to dress up their animals. Oh, the fun of it! Making pets look cute on Halloween. They love to dress their bunny rabbit in a nun's habit and make their St. Bernard look like the queen. They dress their cat to look just like a pirate. They shove their rat in a Game of Thrones costume. Their rat. And Iron Man. You know they're gonna buy it. And then they'll try it on their raccoon. Oh, I bet, come to think of it, an Ebola hazmat uniform sure would look good on their parakeet. They dress their snakes like Kim and Kanye, or like San Diego Padres, their pot-bellied pig like Ariana Grande. Then they will ring my bell and yell out trick or treat 
morons. Boy, that started fast. Wow. Not prepared at all. The Iceman, everybody. I wanted to get right through the song. I understand, because I do have an entire page of text. Yes, here, and so. I wanted to try and avoid you that did if the possible. Right thing. <laughs> I didn't know we could sing things. I will come prepared to sing yes, things next time. Say, yeah, right? that's a, oh, you Please. won't be back, McGinn. Oh, good, 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 good. No. <laughs> what I meant to say is I will be at home singing things. <laughs> Do you have an actual rant, or is that... Uh, no, and by that was, the way, Gab, have you dressed up Javi as... I did. I gave him... Well, he has a Chewbacca harness, and I went out as Hannah Solo. Oh, sweet. Oh, yes. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Duh. Nice. You can see pictures on the website. Okay, here's my rant. Which, and um, that exist. And I noticed this. Uh, there's a, a promo for... <laughs> Well, first of all, a rant where um, now they're giving women all these roles in government on TV. Madam Secretary mm-hmm. with Taya Leone. Mm-hmm. And to try and kind of play oh, yeah, off. And the other blonde on the other. Yeah, oh, there it is. And Heigl. Getting her, what does she play? Attorney General? Is she like Something. basically oh, Hillary? Something. She's got an American flag behind her in the affairs on the billboard. There it is. State of affairs. State of affairs. But the promo for Madam Secretary with Tay Leone, literally every single clip, and it's fast, you know, it's like, and they're just saying lines like, this isn't going to happen. It's like, I don't know what to do. It's like, I'll do this. When, you know, it's all on cell phones. Every single conference. And so here's my rant. And there's nothing we can do about it. That is part of our fabric now. We have conversations on cell phones. But it's every scene in that. And then it's probably every scene in that in that show. And here's the flip side of that. The exact opposite of that. I, I gave up on Parenthood this past season. Oh, I couldn't. Really? Ha- I couldn't handle it anymore. Mm. I find it too soap opera. I, I like the cast so much, but it just. And, and but here's one of the problems: because these people in this family have to talk to each other about these kind of dramatic things that are happening. They can't. They decided we're not going to do every scene on the cell phone because if you need to talk to somebody these days. You call them on the cell phone. You probably don't do every conversation face to face, unless although unless it's veto, a real dramatic. Yeah, I'm going to veto a little bit. Like I, I try to avoid the phone, especially because we use cell phones these days. Oh, that's why you and never answer so, my calls. Well, well, well there well, you well. go. No, but it's so difficult to hear what's going on, and you don't know if they've hung up on you or just <laughs> the call got dropped. I feel like, like you need better service. Yeah, if that's happening mm-hmm. to you. you like just, maybe you need a new cell phone. You just have a bad provider. Yeah. It, it maybe no, no, maybe in many right, ways. Though. Gab is right though. That's actually <gasps> a rant. That's 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 my rant. When you call someone at their home and they don't have landlines anymore, mm-hmm. all they have is a cell phone. So as they're walking around their living room, they're going in and out and in and out, and you, and you say, "So what's the name of the, the phone number you want me to call?" Oh yeah, it's seven nine seven nine seven nine. See, I'm not the only one who needs. That's just a flush you're hearing. Yeah, you can take it everywhere. That's a whole different rant. Stop talking to me while you're on the toilet that's right but, so but, they have real conversations so, but no but but the problem is parenthood has to do because not every scene is dramatic so they all and i and they're living in this kind of glossy version of berkeley that never has existed in the history because it's on a back lot and so it's always uh, uh, you know um gilmore girl what's her name lauren uh, graham. it's lauren graham showing up to see her daughter and it's and sh- there's no reason for her to be in the neighborhood. And she could have had this benign conversation about something she was feeling, you know, weird about on the phone. But it's like, and they literally now have to reference it. It's like, what are you doing here? It's like, oh, well, I just wanted to, uh, and they just kind of fumble over it and move on. It's right. the most awkward thing in the world. Half of the conversation, more than half of the conversations on Parenthood could have been done over the phone in 40 seconds, but they have to create this scenario. Yeah, of, you know, yeah I did so, notice on Gotham that they've just sort of, uh, they have cell phones, but nobody has a smartphone. Yeah. Like, there's certain yeah. certain shows are just kind of like finding a way to, well, I it's a nondescript period of time. That's so why, we'll, yes, that's yeah. why these kind of fantasy worlds or period pieces are probably the best way to go. And if you remember this, I remember the first time I ever noticed it, uh, The Departed. Oh, yeah. You know how yeah, half of The were, Departed? Oh, yes, texting yes, yes. was a big part of that movie. Yeah, yeah, half of The Departed takes place on a, on a phone. And people pointed it out because it felt weird. It was the first movie mm-hmm. where that rhythm kind of appeared because it was of the moment so much. 
Yeah. And it was like big plot points in that movie. Yeah. Like he's in the room. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Know, like, like on the phone. Yeah, they built it in. Anyway, so I, I again, I know that sounds like cranky old man, but it's just to see a promo where literally every conversation is going on on a cell phone just kind of drove me a little bit crazy. Do you remember in the old 1930s and 40s movies where someone would have to make a phone call and they'd literally have to use a rotary phone, <laughs> phone and it was, you know, connect me, operator, connect me to the fire department. Yeah. <laughs> Except to, to not have to do that time they would just like dial three numbers and then suddenly you would answer hello italy yeah exactly hey marky yeah i'll be right over this is like the conversation happened in 10 seconds um get over to the warehouse right away uh it has okay a couple of random questions as we wrap things up here has anybody watched transparent yes yes no how is it this is the uh, this is the series on netflix another one of those good Uh, uh amazon uh, Amazon. Amazon, I'm sorry. Yep, yes, on with, am, streaming on yeah, Amazon I guess Prime. You're getting a plug from them. What? <laughs> yes, please don't correct, Mr. Insert Morgan. Insert advertising here. Uh, this is Jeffrey Tambor as the transgender in transition, uh, coming out. Yeah, coming out to his family. family. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How is it? I think it's quite good. I think uh, I, I think again, it might be one of those things where you know, in in a certain crowd, in a Hollywood crowd, you're going to get a lot of people who really like it, who think it's really brilliant and really wonderful. And in some other parts of America, you're going to get people who don't quite get the humor or the point or the the neighborhood or don't mm-hmm. see that it's a family drama that you know that that some of uh, some of what's going on is incidental, if you will. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I'm afraid of with some of these uh, on-demand and cable shows is that now they're going to go for nothing but let's do edgy. You know, Breaking Bad was a qualified success. It got a lot mm-hmm. of attention. Sure. Uh, uh, critically AMC, acclaimed. AMC is yeah. never going to get, you know, critical mass in terms of viewers, but right. it got a lot of attention. Orange is the New Black, a lot of attention. Uh, House of, uh, is it Cards? Cards. Or Lies? Yeah. Cards, yeah. House of Cards. Cards. A lot of attention. So I, I have a feeling now we're going to start to see these let's push the envelope shows and all I think, the time. I think Transparent is Amazon's House of Cards. It yeah. is that show. You know, it is that kind of well, quality. I mean, technically, Alpha House is Amazon's House of Cards. Technically. Okay. I don't know. I don't know Alpha, Alpha House. Alpha House is John Goodman. That's the comedy. Comedy yeah. version of House of Cards. I know what you meant. I know yeah. what you meant. I, I, I meant the quality. Yeah. I meant the quality breakout thing no, totally. that will put them on the map and right. maybe get them did you an make Emmy it or something the way like that. The series? I did. Okay. I did. See, I made you it. Didn't, I though, made huh? it like two episodes in, and it's it's not that I have any qualms with it specifically. Like, I, I thought it was all very well acted. I thought it was good. It just didn't do anything to catch me. And some of that, maybe this is a little heavy for this, is, is that kind of might be that like white straight male thing. That it just didn't like move me in the way that I think it could have. Because you can't relate to him, or just be, or I, it just, I, just isn't... I don't know that I was necessarily the. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, like it seems so dif- distant from me hmm. uh, that even though I, I saw that it was well acted, I saw that like I I thought it was a really great show in a lot of ways. It just wasn't anything that I felt like I needed to finish the whole series of. So okay, here's something else. Has anybody else watched <laughs> anything in the new season um, on network TV? This, which the you know, what now? The, the new season. The, the, have you heard of this? This the network. The the ABC, the NBC, the no, CBS, no, the Fox. This is, I'm unfamiliar well, with the yes. Flash what definitely. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, what else are some of the shows? That I watched. Are, uh, I've actually watched a lot this this year. I've tried to try to really hit most of the premieres and see what was going to stick. I watched A to Z. I liked A to I, Z, which was a cute. Lot. Yeah. Cutesy. Yeah, it, cute. there's actually a few. I was gonna. Have you seen it, uh, that or um, Marry Me, Rob? No. Oh, have you guys no. watched that? Well, I haven't yeah. seen Marry Me at all. Thoughts? I'm am curious about your. Well, I've, I've I've watched the pilot episodes of both of those mm-hmm. because a lot of people have talked about, and I've noticed this too. It's like rom. I call it rom sitcom. Um, <sighs> there is that meet cute or yeah. be cute from opening episode thing, and I and. Well, there's three or four of them this year. Yeah. I know that's yeah, what yeah, I mean. Yeah. Because there's that, there's that, there's selfie, there's well, something about Manhattan, Manhattan love, love story. Yeah, uh, and, and Jane the Virgin. Karen Gillan without the accent is a little less charming. Really, <laughs> the Flash, <laughs> the Flash, definitely a meet cute. Uh, when Barry Allen met, <laughs> met uh, the lightning bolt, met the lightning bolt. Yes, I, I, I episode has been about the Flash. Yes. I watched, I watched <laughs> A to Z. That's the one thing I'm going to tune into after uh, this. That's basically the only note I've made. I watched the pilot of A to Z. I don't know if I'm going back, but I found it charming and. Uh, the the narration that they set it up in a kind of a very how I met your mother way, obviously by design, and right. it, it it actually stars the woman who turned out to be the mother. What's her name? Uh, Maloney something. Yeah. She's a Maloney. Um, it was cute. 
Um, and Marry Me is people I like, Casey Rose Wilson and Ken Marino from the oh, state. Love Ken mm-hmm. And it has some good physical stuff too. It's the same guy. It's her husband, I think, who created Happy Endings mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. with her. Um, but I don't know that I need to go back. It's just I I feel like I see I've seen everything. Yeah, it's a little. It's a little something for me. Mary, Mary, me is like it keeps. It's one of those things that I like. I get through an episode and I'm like, all right, I had some laughs. I had some moments. I will so skip the next two. To, yeah, okay. So you know, it didn't hook you back. to watch no, the next uh-uh. chunk like, either. You know, if I turn it on Hulu, or if I turn something else on Hulu and it starts on autoplay, I'll watch it. So do you think that that's gonna hurt something like uh, like Transparent, where Transparent you're not gonna go back to because it doesn't just pop, it doesn't, it's not episodic in the same yeah. kind of well, way. I mean, I, that's that's the thing about internet shows now, right? All those original creations like BoJack Horseman, like Transparent, like House of Cards, all that stuff that's still following this TV <laughs> format but isn't really but only sort of TV because yeah. it's not, yeah. it's hooking you to watch the next episode but not like. It's not the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I haven't gotten any really excited about anything new, but now, I, as we all said, we got to watch The Flash. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> real quick, movies opening this weekend. Uh, anybody know anything about Before I Go to Sleep? Obviously, trying to hit the Halloween crowd. Not a clue. No. Nuke, Good. Nukes it a Tempur-Pedic uh, yes, exactly. commercial? Yeah. Or? Jameson, um, that's what I like. I'm <laughs> kind of curious about this Jake Gyllenhaal movie, Nightcrawler. Oh, yeah, that looks really interesting. Yeah, he's getting that's, some really good notices. Did he lose a lot of weight for that? that? He looks totally creepy. In now, the, I thought, yes. Yes. In the I thought Nightcrawler was going to be an X-Men spinoff because I believe that is a yes, character from X-Men, yes. right? Uh-huh. Yes, uh-huh. But it's not. Played by Alan Cummings. By Alan Cummings, yes, there we go. He got mentioned twice in your podcast. It has to be a record for any podcast. I believe. I believe he's a photographer and he chases down crime mm-hmm. scenes. And yeah, he's a stringer, scenes. right? Right, right, right. And it's supposed to be very creepy. And uh, yeah, it's supposed no. to be really kind of a creepy movie. And also, anybody into the Saw franchise? It's no. Saw. No. Yeah, no. Saw 10th anniversary is in theaters really? this weekend. You know, so I saw re- Saw and I'm not redoing happy about Saw. They're reissuing the first one? I'm sorry, you saw Saw? You yeah, saw, I saw Saw and I'm did, not, not happy that I saw Did you see the Saws and Saw? I did see the saws and saw, yeah. but how great is that commercial, by the way, where the kids hang out in the in the, in the scariest, oh my god, most so great. Uh, uh, cliched places in horror right, right, movies? Right, right, right. Don't remember what it's for, but it's, it's a great commercial. It's a, it's a car, it's a car <laughs> commercial. It is a car. Yeah, yeah. So. Like it's a, the one where they hide behind the. Ch- let's go hide behind that wall of chainsaws. Yeah. 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 and a leather but, face guy is like <laughs> making that face. Yeah, the that's the best thing about it. Uh, uh, and yeah. what else is? Uh, yeah, this boy, another weekend of just crap. Yeah. Yeah, it's I been mean, a rough year for movies. Other than like small stuff like Birdman. And, and so, uh, why is it not? We are, we haven't quite hit the seasonal push yet. Thanksgiving is we're when the first there. good movies come We've out. We've got or? a big Disney thing, Big Hero Six next mm. week. That looks oh, yeah. really yeah. fun. Yeah. I saw, yeah. a, long, that's be I saw huge. a long preview of it, like a twelve minute, and it was great. Yeah, yeah. it looks really yeah. funny. It looks yeah. fun. And it's, it's like the guy from Thirty Rock, uh, Scott Atsit, is the voice of the robot, and he sounds really funny. Oh, yeah, I loved what I saw. Uh, November fourteenth, Dumb and Dumber Two comes out, oh, which I'm not gonna lie, I'm still excited about. Like, I'm pretty sure they're gonna ruin my childhood. I'm just like excited. To, that is that a seminal kind of comedy for you growing up? I, you know what? It was. It was. I, I didn't have the best Spanish teacher in high school, so uh, we convinced her to uh, uh, let us watch Dumb and Dumber with Spanish subtitles almost every week for class. Um, and so, so I don't know much Spanish, but I know Dumb and Dumber back and backwards and forwards. Well, my question is, will I be able to watch the sequel having not seen the first one? Oh, will I, have, I okay. will I be able to follow it? I don't think there will be any major <laughs> loose threads. Yeah, I, was no. say, I think you'll be able to follow. You think I can handle yeah. it? <laughs> yes. Unanswered <laughs> questions. The whole yeah. thing of Jim Carrey as a Christ figure that that finally <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, gets yeah. explained. Yes, exactly. I mean, as long as you saw the prequel, you'll probably be okay. Oh, that's yeah. right. All right. What all was right. that or one called? Dumb that. and Dumberer. <laughs> that's right. Oh, there already was a prequel. There, there was, was a prequel. prequel. Yeah. With without the original stars. Oh dear God. Eric Christian Olsen and Oh my God, McGann. Mary Kate Olsen. Oddly enough. Oh boy. Uh, and then we got uh, November 21st, uh, Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1. Anybody into that series at all? I, I love the books. Yeah, I love the books. I read the books, too. Uh, I, I, like, read the books voraciously. Like, you know, mm-hmm. the when you go home and <laughs> after work, and yeah, just you read can, until you go to bed and you then pl- Plot-wise, that stuff was just, like, perfect. You could, yeah. You could. You but could. the movies are a little... 
thinner. Yes. Right. Uh, you know. And the, the, now the this last one's going to be two, two movies yep. of one book, uh, so well, it's going to be so really stretched again. out. Well, well, I actually think that might be good. You might yeah. get all the detail that you need to actually invest into the characters and stuff. I, but I suppose if you two movies in, you're like, eh, I, I, so. I agree with that to a point. But I think all the stuff that you really needed, like from the meat of the first book, like all her whole relationship with Gale, that I think is kind of essential to the third book. Yeah. So that's that would it's make it split thin. into yeah, just it's already gone. gone anyway. You already yeah. blew that stuff. Yep. So. All right. Well, I think we've uh, been here enough time. We've exhausted pretty much everything for this week. Plus and Rob still has like five yeah. pages of comedy. Yes. Oh, yeah, right. you Plus you only paid for go. an hour for the studio. Yeah, so that's good. right. Oh, <laughs> I'm so sorry we couldn't get to your ten other bits, Rob. <laughs> uh, let's go around the room. What have we learned this week on this Snark Monkey McGann? What have we learned? What have you learned? What are you Jesus. taking away with you? Uh, <laughs> like that I need to come with a song for next week. Okay. Like is really what I'm coming back Where with. Where can people find you? Uh, on oh, Twitter. Uh, on the Twitters. Uh, is that at the McGann, M-C-G-A-H-A-N? All right, Gabster. Yeah. What have you learned? Uh, I have learned uh, on the microphone. The fla- I've learned to be on uh, the microphone. The Flash. He has taken six years. I don't think I'm ever going to learn that. Uh, <laughs> I've learned the yeah. I'm going to watch the Flash, and uh, that's about it. Where do you want people to find you if you want people to find you? Nah, I'm at uh, GabrielleThomas.com. All right. I've learned I hate The Flash. I'm not going to watch The Flash. I'm not going to watch trailers of The but, Flash. But, but, Fuck The Flash. But yeah. Lightning gave him abs. And he spends the whole time on the cell phone. Exactly. It's like, how I can't I can't understand you. You're, what's all that wind out there? Right. Exactly. The Iceman. I've learned that Gabrielle looks great in white. Ooh. Aww. And I've learned that I enjoy being on this Snark Monkey podcast, and I hope I get uh, invited back. Well, you're all invited back, except for one of you. Yes. We'll determine <laughs> that during the week coming. It's like a Hunger Games If you don't thing. get the it email by Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for being here. And uh, we'll all say it together on three. Get a monkey. One, two, three. Get, get a, a monkey! monkey! Nice. Woo! All right, let's record it this time. Okay. Oh. My favorite joke. Get a monkey. Get a monkey! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.